Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenoyo. We have joined a series that I've been doing on Maranatha YouTube teaching channel titled The Bible. We have joined the series at the beginning of another season, which we have titled The Story of the Whole Bible. We are looking at 10 features that constitute the image of God in man. Today, we want to talk about number eight, the fact that God has given us that in our creation, that humanity has been given this ability to experience heartfelt emotion. So we want to talk about emotion, okay? And this is part of the content of the image of God in man. But today, by the grace of God, we're probably going to talk a little bit more about God. Because the God that is revealed to us in the pages of the Bible is actually a God that shows emotion. Okay, now we have to tread very, very carefully here because we need to understand what we mean by that. Because really the, the, the fact is that we have no comprehension of who God is in himself. You know, First John chapter 3 verse 2 was telling us even about ourselves in King James. He said, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. This is talking about us and him. Message Bible says, but friends, that is exactly who you are. You are children of God, and that is only the beginning. Who knows how we will end up? What we know is that when Christ is openly revealed, we will see him and in seeing him become like him. What I'm saying is that all we know about God is the little bit that God has revealed of himself to us. Now, that is it's going to take eternity for God to for us to know even what about God. Okay? So we need to be careful here. Yes, it is true that the, the God that is revealed to us on the pages of the Bible is a God that shows emotion. But we need to put that in perspective. God revealed himself. The God that is revealed to us in the Bible is a personal God, a God that enters into a personal relationship with humanity, a God that enters into personal relationship with creation. And because of that, God expresses emotion. But we are going to qualify that as we move on today. Okay, there are various passages in the scripture that speaks to us about God's emotion. And we are going to read a couple of them right away. Romans chapter 1 verse 18 says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Over there, I mean, we are not trying to, you know, exegese all these verses. We are just looking at this emotion of God that is revealed to us in the scripture. Romans chapter 1 verse 18 talks about the wrath of God. Psalm 86 verse 15 talks about the compassion of God. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious and long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. And we can see a whole lot of quality there in Psalm 86 verse 15, but I'm focusing there on compassion at the moment. Genesis chapter 6 verse 6 talks to us about the fact that God was grieved and it repented the Lord that he has made man on earth and it grieved him at his heart. God was grieved. I mean, obviously this was because God created men, men fell and over a short period of time there was this massive deterioration. So God was grieved. 
obviously, First John chapter 4, verses tells us that God is love. God is love. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. God is love. Let's move on. Psalm 5 verse 5 says, The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. So God hates unrighteousness. God hates iniquity. God hates evil. God hates wickedness. Exodus chapter 20 verse 5 tells us, Thou shalt not bow thyself down to them. He was talking about other gods. Nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate him. We we'll talk about the emotion there of jealousy. Again, remember what we said. We have to qualify this emotion and we are going to do that before we end today. Isaiah chapter 62 verse 5 talks about God rejoicing. For as a young man marry, as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy son marry thee. And as the bridegroom rejoice over thy bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. So over here we see a whole lot, I mean not a whole lot, a few number of God expressing emotion, emotion of anger, compassion, grief, love, hate, jealousy, and joy. So the God that is revealed to us on the pages of the Bible is a God that shows compassion that shows emotion. And the God that is revealed to us in the page of the Bible is a God that enters into personal relationship with humanity. And obviously that personal relationship involves God expressing emotion in the, in the you know, within the, uh, I would like to call it an atmosphere of fellowship, within the atmosphere of communion. Also, Jesus Christ, when God became a man in the Lord Jesus, he demonstrated emotion. And when we read the book of the gospel, it shows us various emotions that the Lord Jesus demonstrated. Again, we are going to take just a handful of examples. We are not just going to take all of them. So let's look at various examples. John 11, this was the story of Lazarus, Mary, and Martha. But let's read verse 3, 5, 35. Therefore, his sister said unto Jesus, this was when Lazarus was seriously sick. The sister sent unto Jesus, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. Him who thou lovest. The, the, the sister knew that Jesus loved Lazarus. And then, obviously, the Lord Jesus took time to get there. Verse 5, now, says, verse five, now Jesus loved Martha. And her sister Lazarus. So Jesus loved Lazarus. Jesus loved Martha. Jesus loved Mary. And then verse 35 tells us that Jesus wept. We are looking at just some handful of expression of emotion. We've seen that in the in, 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 the, in the revelation of God in the Old Testament. We're seeing it in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, the man that is God with us. Mark chapter 6 verse 34 says, And Jesus, when he came out and saw much people, he was moved with compassion towards them because there were sheep not having shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. He expressed the emotion of compassion. Matthew chapter 26 verse 38, Then said he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry you here and wash with me. Obviously, that was in the garden of Gethsemane. 
the Lord Jesus expressed and experienced in himself the emotion of sorrow. Mark chapter 3 verses 4 to 5 is one of the verses where we see the Lord Jesus being grieved and also expressing the emotion of anger. Verse 4, Mark chapter 3, verses 4 and 5. And the Lord Jesus said unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath day? This was when he healed the man on the Sabbath day with a withered hand. I'll read it again. And he said unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath day or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they held their peace. And when he had looked around about them with anger, being grieved, for the hardness of their heart, he said unto the man, Stretch forth thy hand, and he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. So what we are establishing here is the fact that the God that is revealed to us on the pages of the Bible is a God that expresses emotion and is a God that relates to us personally. And in the confinement of that relationship with humanity, God expressed emotion. And we said that when God became a man in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, God the Son, we saw him express emotion, emotion of love. He wept, compassion for the, for the multitude, sorrow, anger, and he also was grieved. Okay, again, like we said, we need to tread with care here. Our emotion may mirror God's emotion, but God's emotion does not mirror our emotion. Now, God has created us in his own image. So there's a sense in which we mirror God in a minuscule manner. But we must not read our emotion back unto God because our emotion is rooted in our humanity, whereas God's emotion is rooted in his divinity. We need to understand that, that God's expression of emotion in any form of shape or fashion is rooted in his divinity. That even when God is expressing anger, he's not expressing anger the way you and I will express anger. That when we talk about the jealous, that God is jealous, we are not talking about in the same way that we are jealous. God is not ruled as we are by our emotion. And God's emotion does not vacillate. Like our own emotion, we vacillate, you know, with, with, with the wind, with the weather, if we wake up on the wrong side of the bed, our emotion is one way. If somebody says something or look at us somehow, our emotion goes through the roof because somebody didn't say hello, because somebody didn't do something. Our emotion is all over the place. No, God's emotion does not facilitate. God's emotion does not cloud his judgment as is common to human. Human's emotion can be manipulated and human can be manipulated by emotion, but not God. So yes, God demonstrates emotion, but we need to understand that God cannot have any emotion that are inconsistent with his perfection. God's emotion flow out of his perfection. God is morally perfect. God is perfectly rational. God is perfectly blessed. So we need to understand that any passion or any emotion that is inconsistent with God's moral perfection cannot be attributed to God. Any emotion or any passion that is irrational, that entail irrationality, that cannot be ascribed to God. And any emotion that entail disruption of God's happiness cannot be literally attributed to God. So we need to understand that God cannot have any emotion 
that are inconsistent with his perfection. Now, let's put it positively, that God's emotion is consistent with his perfection. God's emotion is consistent with his moral perfection, with his with his holiness, with his righteousness, with his perfect rationality. God's emotion is consistent with his divinity. So when we talk about God's emotion, let's understand that. And this is very, very important. And I'm going to say that again. Our own emotion mirrors God's emotion. In other words, we are created after the likeness of God. But we cannot read back God's emotion from our own emotion. God's emotion does not mirror our emotion. Okay, but our emotion does mirror God's emotion and that God cannot have any emotion that is inconsistent with his perfection. And this is very, very important for us to understand because we need to understand that. that in, at one hand, we want to understand that God is not just, you know, a God that's, that is just emotionless, that is just, you know, <laughs> just there. Okay, but at the same time, we want to be very careful that we don't ascribe unto God, you know, that which is human. Okay, God's emotion is firmly rooted in his perfection. Oftentimes, when we talk about emotion, oftentimes it tends to bring with it a negative connotation. And it is true that in the fall, Emotion by and large to a large degree has become negative, but we need to understand that in the beginning, emotion was created by God. We were created by God with emotion. Okay, not necessarily emotional in the sense that we are ruled by our emotion, but the man and the woman were created with emotion. But yes, a lot of what passes for emotion today or what passes for passion today are negative. They are evil. They are unclean. But that doesn't mean that we should throw emotion away. No, no. Yes, it is true that a whole lot of what goes on for Christian worship today are people being emotional or people wanting to be sensational. But that doesn't mean that we should throw emotion out of the window. No, it just means that we need to restore it. We need to have a godly emotion. We need to have a loving emotion, a God kind of emotion. And that is what we need to do. We don't need to throw it. We don't want to have an emotionless Christianity, a Christianity that is not joyful, a Christianity that is not vibrant. No, that, that, we don't want that. But at the same time, we don't want our emotion to rule us. At the same time, we don't want to plague into the gallery. We don't want to just be passionate, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the bodily type of passion of the world, okay? We don't want that. There is a godly type of emotion. The God of the Bible is a God that shows emotion, but that emotion is rooted in his perfection. And the same way, if we root our emotion in the revelation of Jesus, in, in his holiness, in his righteousness, that is emotion that will build people rather than tear them down. That's an emotion that will give rather than want to take. Unfortunately, a whole lot of em things that goes out there as emotion and passion today is really selfish. But the God kind of emotion builds. The God kind of emotion is very good. So there are two applications to this, our short study on God and his emotion. First, God understand our emotion. We need to understand that. God created us with this capacity 
God created us with this capacity to be able to express emotion. And God became like one of us. He experienced this emotion within us. So God understand our emotion. He understand how our emotions can sometimes be overpowering. He understand how we feel when we pass through what we are passing through. You can tell somebody you don't really know what I'm going through because you are not, you know, standing where I stand. You are not wearing the shoe I'm wearing, but you cannot say that to God because God totally understand our emotion. Okay. Number two, that God God's own emotion flow from his perfection. We've just said that. And therefore, God will never have a bad day. We are dealing with a God that will not say, you know what? I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. The, the, you know, the sun did not rise on the right side of heaven. So it's a bad day. I'm having a bad emotion today. I'm not going to. No, God never change. God is constant because God's emotion does not fluctuate like our own emotion. God's emotion is rooted in his perfection. Therefore, God will never change his feeling towards you and I. Listen to me. Your sin will not reduce the love of God for you now. Your sin will create a barrier between you and God. Your sin will open the door for the devil to attack you your sin will find you out. Your sin will give you reward. But actually, God does not love you less. Now, if you and I repent of our sin, if you and I run to God and confess our sin and repent for our sin and God forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, the love of God is still there. God will not love us any less. Now, remember, this is not excusing sin. Sin is dangerous. But your sin does not affect the love of God. Your sin affects you receiving that love. God loves the unbeliever. The unbeliever that is on his or her way to hell is loved by God. But that unbeliever is not experiencing that love, not because God does not love him or her, but it is because they have not put themselves in a position to receive that love and to experience that love. So that is why we are talking about this, that God emotion flow from his perfection. Therefore, God will not change his feeling. God will not change his emotion, his love, his mercy, his grace towards you. Our emotion have both the cognitive part and the affective part. We as human, our emotion have cognitive part. In other words, our emotion is affected by what is happening around us. And oftentimes what happens around us affect our emotion. The weather affects our emotion. What people say or don't say, what people do or don't do affect our emotion. And then that affects the way we feel in a particular way. But that does not apply to God. Your sin does not make God affect, love you less. Okay? That does not affect God because God's emotion is rooted in his perfection. And God also wants you and I for our emotion to be rooted in the revelation of the word of God. God wants, you see, as we dwell, the Bible says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And then we can sing. God wants our emotion as we allow the word of God. You know, just like we said when we're talking about conscience, we're doing the same thing with emotion. As we allow the word of God to dwell in us richly, we'll be able to express rich emotion. Listen to me. Godly people are not emotionless. They have emotion. 
as husband and wife, godliness actually will make you enjoy one another. The Bible talks about Isaac who was spotting with his wife. To be righteous, to be godly doesn't mean to be morose. Like some people we want, you know, people that are legalistic because they are just like the Pharisees, you know, we are godly and they, they, have, they become killjoy. No, 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 no. Listen to me. To be godly, to be righteous actually means that you can express rich emotion. Okay, but the same way also apply that for unbeliever or for those people that are still babes that are eating, you know, milk, that then means that their emotion is all over the place. The Bible says we should not be babes that are tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrines. Or that if we are not established in the word of God, it is easy for our emotion to be all over the place. And once our emotion is all over the place, then emo that emotion can begin to drive us because we feel certain way, we start saying certain things and then we hurt people, we hurt ourselves. We then do say a lot of things that then we will come to regret later because we feel this way. But when we allow the Spirit of God to fill us, when we allow the Word of God to correct us, then we begin to express a God kind of emotion. And this type of emotion will enrich our relationship with God and will enrich our relationship with one another. Will enrich our relationship with God. God does not want to bring us to a point where He killed our emotion. No. We want to overcome fleshly emotion we want to overcome ungodly emotion but there is a rich well of emotion emotion of joy emotion of love emotion of mercy there's a rich well of emotion godly emotion that we can express as we walk with god and fellowship with him and as we become more of god we sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on youtube maranatha teaching channel they will bless you Thank you.